Hey, hey, and welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I am your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. How's about you? Oh, it's going well. Enjoying my, my time, I suppose. We're getting into the fall. People might be listening to this anytime, but live, it's, it's the very beginning of September. <laughs> and it's actually not like insanely hot as it's been lately. Yes. Oh, God. It's nice. It's nice right now. Yeah. Instead of bursting into flame walking down the street like the last couple of weeks. Holy man, it's been craziness. But here we are. We, we have a special episode today. We don't have a, the, regular, the regular hullabaloo. It's one of our nope. patented special episodes. <laughs> we've, we've given the wool hat the weekend off. Yeah, it was too hot. It was <laughs> too hot for the wool hat. So we're like, you stay home. Too hot. <laughs> But what do we got going on today, Paco? So what we are checking out is it's on YouTube and it's the Monkeys 20th anniversary reunion tour show at the Greek Theater, I believe in Los Angeles. And for yes. us, the main thing about this show was Mike was came back for this show in 1986. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen this before. So never. So, yeah, we don't know exactly what we're getting into, like. It might be a total dud, and we'll just have to deal with that. <laughs> if it's like not what we think it is at all, it'll be like, oh, okay, well, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we'll do better next time. <laughs> for real. Or maybe, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But when we started talking about doing this, I wanted to get some context about how and when these things happened for the monkeys. Um, the show itself at the Greek Theater was September 7th, 1986. Okay, and here's the, the the major monkey events in the preceding and following year. Uh, February twenty third, nineteen eighty six, was Pleasant Valley Sunday on MTV, the Monkeys Marathon. The twentieth anniversary tour kicked off in May, nineteen eighty six. Uh, then and now, the best of the monkeys came out in July, nineteen eighty six, a couple of new tunes. The Greek theater show was part of that aforementioned twentieth anniversary tour, September seventh. And then um, next year, 1987, was when the records started coming out. Uh, Live 1967 came out in June 1987. And also Missing Links Volume 1 came out in June 1987. And then in August, Pool It hits the shelves. So within like half a year before and then a year after is when we, after the show is when we get to Pool it finally, it, because the, all the '80s stuff to me, anyway, kind of happened in a blur. It, I wasn't like totally there for it. I was alive, but I wasn't a monkeys fan at the time. And sort of seeing this in a row when each thing happened, kind of was a it had some perspective to it. Yeah, it would have been a crazy time if you were like a, a big monkeys fan. Then comes on MTV, you're stoked to see the shows again, and then the tour mm-hmm. happens, and then like. Live 67 and Missing Links come out as well, like getting new stuff as well as the reissues of all the old albums probably coming out on CD for the first time. So it would have been like mm-hmm. the mid to late yeah. 80s for Monkees fans was just like crazy. Not a lot of bands were like that from the 60s. And like I remember Mad Magazine and Cracked Magazine were making a lot of fun of the Monkees. Look at these geezers <laughs> on a 20th anniversary <laughs> tour. <laughs> and meanwhile, like Foo Fighters now have been around 26 years and... They're not treated like geezers or whatever. But 
that's a whole another story. But it was just because nobody had done it yet. Nobody had been a band that long. Rock and roll was still relatively new. Yeah, it was like the first wave of rock and roll, rock and rollers getting older. And it was like, look at this, this is stupid. But then it's like, well, guess what? <laughs> Every rock and roller is going to get older eventually. So <laughs> they, they paved the way for guys cashing in. Really, it was uh, rock bands not dying. Yeah. <laughs> the, the key to the success of any band that stuck around in the 80s, I think. It helps. Yeah. I wonder what it was like for the Monkees to like all of a sudden they're like fame like not may not as famous obviously as they were in the 60s but they're playing all these places like they're out there touring they're putting out records again if they were just like where did this come from yeah and i think it was the thing where by the end of the tour the rooms had gotten bigger yeah that's always a fun thing like i think because you don't just book a tour overnight i'm pretty sure they were going to have some sort of 20th anniversary tour like Another thing they released was a 20th anniversary tour record, which is credited to Mickey, Peter, and Davey. They didn't want to use the monkey's name on this record that was available at shows on the 1987 tour. Huh. It was like a, just a, a special record of uh, the 86 tour. That's cool. That's, that's a cool, that'd be a cool thing to find. Yeah, for get, real. Get your hands I on it. I haven't seen it anywhere yet, but uh, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. If anyone listening out there has that, let us know. We'd like to know what's on it and what it sounds like. I'd like to do a, a reaction podcast to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be similar to the uh, to our, our Poolit review special. I think would be <laughs> the vibe of that thing. <laughs> well, without uh, further ado, I suppose uh, we'll get into this. If you if you want to watch along with it, uh, we'll tell you no when we're pushing play, I guess, and we'll have the audio running in the background <laughs> of this anyway, so to let you know what we're reacting to. Yeah. All right, I'm pushing play right now. The Monkees' 20th anniversary reunion tour, 1986. A monumental year for the Monkees, with the highest grossing concert tour for the year. Really? A new best of album with three new songs recorded by Mickey Dolenz and Peter Tork. The looming question was always, where's Mike? And also, where's Davey? They don't mention Davey in that opening crawl. So, it's like a mishmash of songs here. That's desire to listen to. <laughs> Shows the Hollywood sign. 20 years ago, a young man from Texas came to this town to make it big. Weird. He had his chance when the monkeys made Mike Nesmith an international superstar in search of the missing monkey. MTV looked for Mike Nesmith. <laughs> so I guess it's an MTV thing looking for Mike Nesmith, <laughs> the missing monkey. And it says on September 7th, 1986, history was made. On stage of the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, California, Mike Nesmith joined Mickey, Davey, and Peter for the encore. The Monkees together again for the first time in 18 years. This does Mike not happen. Mike finally joined the Monkees for this one night dance. And I think here's that, some guy uh, just chatting. What are these guys? do some motion pictures or a movie of the week. Specs. And maybe Michael will come in and join us on a couple of things. Now, what persuaded him to do it tonight of all nights? I think, well, because tonight was an off night, according to he's doing a couple movies, so tonight was the only night he was basically off. And I think <laughs> the last night at the Greek, it was um, the venue, he lives nearby, and I think he wanted to come here and show us It seems like Mike the is there so strictly out of convenience. Is there any chance that he'll do any more gigs <laughs> along, along the tour? He's like, oh, I'm hoping. I guess I'm so, I'm making I'd love tape Mike heads. To join us on a few dates. I'd like to do some major dates with Mike. Um, but the guys have been doing great. So and, in the background, uh, you can see his monkey shirts, the and they're 16 bucks each. If Mike wants to join us a few times, I guess we'd love to have him. Steal. So, so opening up here, we got Mickey, 
Peter and Davey doing some like weird dance moves. Peter's playing guitar at least. So <laughs> Mickey's really failing himself here. <laughs> but you gotta say, man, for these guys right here, this moment would be like fucking crazy. Like after this year they had. Be awesome. Turn. After the way the whole monkeys thing had petered out back in the, so to speak, back in like 1970-ish, <laughs> and then the Dolan's Jones voice and heart thing, and then, then for this to be this, it's wild. Yeah. Like 10 years after all that. That's crazy. Like. Do you think when this happened, Mike was ever like, ooh, shoot, I should have joined again? Or do you think he just did not? He's like, oh, that's good, but whatever. I don't know. He might have felt like it'd be like uh, going back to high school or something. Yeah. Like, been there, and he had that. a lot going on at this time, too. Like producing movies, Definitely. like a bunch of shit. So he wasn't hurting. Mm-hmm. So I assume we just jumped into the last verse of I'm a Believer as the last yeah, song of the entire show. Do we wrapping it up here? <laughs> Davey's wearing like this pink sleeveless <laughs> shirt. He embraced the 80s the most. So now there's some like hokey monkeys theme going on. Oh, it's the theme all right. And it's other than like their haircuts and what they're wearing, they essentially look very similar to how they looked in the monkeys. Like they don't look a lot older. They don't. Yeah, they're like forty-ish instead of twenty-ish. Yeah, but they're they're in good shape. Peter probably looks the most like Peter. Oh, cut out to Mike in the white suit here. Listen to that applause. (laughs) <laughs> Mickey touches him like he's red hot. That's cool to see. Uh, hugging the boys. See, I think right there, that's the picture from the box set. It's like the only yeah, thing we yeah. know of this show. <laughs> For real. This would be crazy if you were there to see this. Like... That's how they would kick off listening to the band anytime I saw them without Mike. Yeah. They'd make me just go, whoa, Man, he sounds perfect. One thing, Nesmith's voice, like, obviously Mickey's voice is Mickey's voice. It's fantastic. But Mike's voice is so strong. Like, even when we saw him a couple years ago, mm-hmm. that's what blew me away the most. But here, he's like, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Mike kind of looks like Martin Scorsese in like the <laughs> 80s with the beard, the hair and everything. <laughs> A little bit. Did, did the beat just drop there for a second? 
It looked like Mickey turned to the drummer and showed him the, the rhythm. <laughs> you fired! Yeah. In front of Mike Nesbeth? <laughs> you asshole. We look like amateurs. Technically behind Mike Nesbeth. to introduce the band to Mike. <laughs> and all you nice people, we'd like to start off with our drummer. We want a big round of applause for our drummer, Mr. Eddie Zine. Yeah! Get fucking now. That Wow! And on the bass, ladies and gentlemen, the irresponsible, I mean the irrepressible, Mr. Mark Clark. Hey! Is Mark Clark? Mark the shark. Mark the Dark Shark and Clark. <laughs> Mike embrace, Mark Clark embraced the 80s pretty hard, too. Like Mickey's wearing these enormous sunglasses. Speaking of embracing <laughs> like the 80s. Shimmying around. Look out. I wonder, like, they're showing Mike here. He's just kind of standing, like, picking his guitar and looking around. <laughs> For him, he's, like, just introducing a bunch of strangers. The horny players. Do you think Mike was nervous for this? I don't know, because he's still doing music and stuff. But, but to come into the monkeys crap. and playing monkey songs with them, like... Maybe a little. Yeah, I don't know. I've... We'll have to ask him next time we see him. Yeah, yeah, we'll ask. And he'll say, I have no idea. I was so stoned. <laughs> Ooh, Mike ripping the, the riff. There we go. It's like everybody's singing on the verse here. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, hear that keyboard in the background doing the harmonies instead of humans doing the harmonies? Oh, ain't no humanies. Right now, they're only just showing Mike here. It's like a nice medium shot of Mike, and he's like singing when he wants to, not singing when he doesn't. And now Mickey and him are doing the singing to each other, which is pretty awesome. (laughs) Mickey figured out it's it's how he's getting any screen time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what do you think it was like for the other three guys having Mike come to a show? Mixed feelings for sure. Do you think they were like, let's flex our muscles here? It's got to be weird because they've been doing it all summer or whatever. They're putting in the work. Yeah. This guy Waltz is on stage, gets treated like a god. Which, whatever. But how cool is it that it is the four of them? And this this barely ever happened since 33 yeah. the third Revolutions for Monkey. 
you had to see these four guys in the same room like what? Less than twenty it times. Said Eighteen years at the thing, so that that can't be true. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, they they recorded Justice, so they probably hung out a bunch for that. Yeah, <laughs> like even Justice was ten years after this. Yeah, true. But uh, like right now, we've got like a wide shot here of like the four of them. Davy's dancing in and out of the frame, but. Yeah, to see all of them up front there. I think Mickey's having a great time with all of them. Oh, for sure. They probably all are. Why wouldn't you? Mickey gets this is an important moment for the whole Monkeys project. Yeah, for sure. And to be like a fan, like say like like us kind of fan, to be at this (laughs) show would be like, holy crap, I can't believe it. Like... I gotta say, I, I'm really like, if it could work out, I would really love to go to the Monkees' last show of this farewell tour in Los Angeles. Oh man! Just to be there for the end of it, I think that'd just be like. It's a the Greek, right? Is it? I, th- I was gonna, I was gonna ask that. It's either the Greek or the Hollywood Bowl. Ooh, yeah. It's at one of their important LA, like an important Monkees venue. Yeah, uh, I. Like, for real, I'd, I'd think about going if it was uh, all right to do it. So it seems like now we're wrapping it up again, but there's still, like, 12 minutes left in this video. So they can't really coordinate oh, maybe, their bows. Maybe they talk to the boys? Maybe. Maybe they come out again. <laughs> they make They do uh, writing wrongs. They do door in the summer. <laughs> they do that. <laughs> Could you imagine? Red Rhodes comes out. They do some First National Band stuff. Uh, Boyce and Hart come bopping out. They do Moonfire. Mike on the lead guitar. No, <laughs> I love you better. I think I'm overselling it. Let's just wait and see what happens. <laughs> it's probably going to be D.W. Washburn and Shorty Blackwell. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the deep fans. <laughs> do a triple encore of Teeny Tiny Gnome. <laughs> Because <laughs> we want to make sure you all go home. That's an extended version of I'll Love You Forever, a new song that Davey's been working on. Yeah. <laughs> He's only got it down to 16 minutes at this point. Oh, it says oh. here, you are invited to the after party. This is raw footage. History continued as Davey, still reeling, answered questions. Then a very emotional Nez is interviewed. He gets distracted by Mickey, who joins in. An, an end to a very special evening. Ooh, interesting. A end. A end. That's what threw me off. A uh, end. Question for you? Oh, good. Wait a minute. Okay. Oh, it was fabulous. It's fabulous. It was lovely. How was it different having Mike in the band? Oh, there wasn't as much room on stage. It was fabulous. Davey's 80s mullet is fat, fantastic. Like... If you're going to do Gowan-esque. Yeah, he doesn't get enough credit, I think, for the... the like, he makes it look good. <laughs> In high school, I had a friend, Jordy, and his dad looked like Davy Jones. And he had, like, wow. a mullet kind of thing. I said it to him one time. Um, oh. oh, here goes Davey. Um, what was special? Everything was special. It's always special when you're performing. I enjoy it very much. What persuaded Mike to do the show? Um, he wanted to come and... Uh, 
do a couple of songs with us. He, he's a very busy man, you know, he's got all kinds of uh, projects going and um, we had hoped he would join us in, originally, but we've been packing him in around the country and uh, this was the <laughs> first opportunity he had and hopefully he'll come uh, to Vegas and sing with us next week. Next week in Vegas? Is that yeah, we're going to the Hilton for a week, yeah. What about the, for a the week. TV special that, that David Fishhawk told me a little bit about? He said that you were planning on doing something. Can you tell us, elaborate on that? Or? Well, that we've been offered uh, um, a movie of the week, and um, we are going <laughs> to sit around the table, the four of us, and talk about <laughs> the, the scripts and what we'd like to do with it. There's possibilities for, uh, you know, motion pictures and things like that. We're all motion pictures. Um, a little Head older, a little wiser, happen. and uh, a little... Uh, <laughs> Uh, more interested in um, pursuing, uh, uh, you know, a, a movie career together. We've had lots of things happen to us individually Good over Lord. the years, and now we have time to get back together. You know, there's a lot of water gone under the bridge, and um, like my cousin uh, we've Nelson all in the background been dressed dabbling in our own little uh, <laughs> areas, developing our own careers, sure and is. now we're all independent and uh, man enough to get back together and have another go. How do you feel? Yeah. I mean, are you surprised at the, at the success that you guys are, are having? That's what I was wondering. Doing the same music? <laughs> well, there are a lot of people that have helped us. We got some great Would fans you talk that about you? enjoy <laughs> us, and uh, it's just that we haven't been out there for years. There's been the radio stations playing our songs, you know. We're See, one thing with Dave, when I was saying earlier, like, I'm a believer, uh, believer, songs like they all look kind of the same. Uh, Davey does stations, look older, like, when you think MTV, of little Davey. There's a lot of people no this, way not you know? to. You couldn't look uh, like Davey forever. Yeah. Helped us all the but way you can tell it's him. But he, totally, uh, um, uh, mm -hmm. negative, uh, I also feel like he looks like he's seen some shit. Early on, but we ended when the monkeys were at the top of their... Career and we're just picking it up again. What's happening with your with That's your racing career? You were jockey. Maybe it means the TV show. I have show. a jockey's license, yeah. And uh, my ambition is to go back this year and uh, uh, ride uh, the Grand National and hopefully uh, come close to the first one, two, three places. How is this um, doing this tour <laughs> and interfere with your own acting career? <laughs> well, it doesn't interfere because this is another um, um, area that I, I work in. I'm an actor, I'm a dancer, singer, I'm an entertainer, it says on my passport, That's and so I'm able to go <laughs> into many different areas. I enjoy it. I mean, I, nice. it's not brain surgery. I, I mean, this is in, very, it's a lot of fun. Like we have families with us on the road. We're, we're really having a great time. These Guess people, they don't come to a concert, they come to a party. I mean, and we don't, we don't just go out there and, and, and prance around. We, we like to work hard because um, otherwise, the best thing that I hear and the most um, rewarding thing is see you next year. So maybe uh, oh, yeah. Mr. Nylander will uh, be booking another go. three days next year for the monkeys to have another um, um, party. Just tell me, what was your initial reaction though, when David Fishoff or whoever it was that came to you? See, Davey right now, he looks like, get you back together. I want to get out of this. I just looked I've at my calendar. Too long enough. And I thought, well, I've got some free time, and I'll just try to like he knows pencil it in. A party then he went off to talk right to now. Mickey and Peter. And they said real. yes. Peter Talk and I have an act that we do. In fact, when we finish here, we'll be going to Australia, February and March, to, to work for two months together as a, a, a double. And we play uh, dinner theatres and theatres together. And then hopefully Without next year, Mickey. Mickey will join us. And That's who interesting. Knows? Mike's I got a I did not taste of what that. happens. Um, in 1986 on the stage. He's not been on the stage for 10 years and he, he was excited a, an interesting and a bit show. nervous, but um, a, a Mickey he's, Davey. he's willing to, to take it on a bit. Man, okay, in some other universe, that could be like what it is. Like, instead of the Mike and Mickey show, it's the Davey Peter show. 
so far? For yeah. me, personally, I think this is, for me, has been to, to get the original four members together, something that I've thought about, and uh, hopefully uh, it will be... Um, something that we can we can do again. I hope we don't have to wait 20 years to do it again. It was it was great. So <laughs> Only 10. It was oh, wonderful. Now we're talking we with Mike. It's looking well, great. Why did you decide to come out and do it tonight? Well, our schedule's synced up. I was in L.A. I came in um, a couple of days ago, and they were going to be here. And so I just called up uh, Mickey and, said, uh, and, the guy, and the rest of the guys. I said, if you got an hour to rehearse, I'll be there. Uh, now, how did you feel though, looking out in the crowd, all those thousands of faces? Were you were you nervous at all, or was it exactly? Yeah, yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> She's asking yeah. all the questions. Do you remember everything, and did you rehearse it all for it? Yeah, we we got about an hour's worth of rehearsal in this afternoon. I mean, all I could really do is a couple of numbers because of the show is all set, but. It was fun to reunite with him for a while. What was your initial reaction when you first heard? It, 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 was it David Fischoff's idea originally to get you all back together? What was your reaction? Well, my reaction is the same as it's always been. I just, uh, you know, I've got a, a booming business, a big, uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in home video, a lot of stuff going on with the motion picture business. So. The idea of being able to go for a hundred-day tour was just impossible. I was gonna say, but, yeah. You know, like you I got said, Baba Booey in the corner up, there. there I was. Yeah. I, I that said that, you know, that you had said the monkeys were a, a television show and not a band. And I'm just curious if you still feel the same way. That's exactly what we were. <laughs> a television show. I mean, you know, the, I think uh, uh, we perform admirably considering we're a television show. Uh-huh. What about, um, uh, why, why do you think the time is really right? Why, are you surprised at the, at the revivalism and the, the attitude people accepting you know i don't think much about that i mean you know it, it's fine that people like it they uh, it, it's it's hard to know why uh, michael <laughs> nesmith is the most unfazed person i think i've ever seen it's again a question of schedule you know if it's if the time load isn't real heavy you know it's something i could conceivably do we've talked about it we talk about it all the time love to be able to sync it up so we can do it together but you know, aside from just a couple of infrequent dates, it's it doesn't look like it's going to be real possible. So, will the tonight give you any kind of buzz? Like, did it make you feel like you wanted to go back? You know, find make the time. Well, it gave me a real buzz. I really loved it because it was wonderful being up there on stage with the guys, and and uh, you know, there was a lot of love up there, and a lot of you know, the fans were great. But uh, you know, I, it's it's nothing that I can do as a steady diet now. I just you know, the, my business has just grown like topsy. So it's nothing I can really walk away from anymore. What's going on with your business? What are you working on? He really seems pictures, pushing that. Like, business. look, I'm busy with stuff. <laughs> you keep right? asking me in the Ask same interview. <laughs> think I'm going to ride across Australia in a station wagon with Davey and Peter? <laughs> Playing kids' birthday parties like Ghostbusters 2? What's happening over her shoulder? Mike's laughing. I think Mickey's making his way in. Can you answer that question? I didn't even hear the question. <laughs> because of what Mickey was doing. The highlight of 1986 has been, either for you personally or just in general, the music business. As someone who, you know, takes a look at it and, and uh, <laughs> Mickey sidles up to him right now. New Eurythmics, the new Peter Gabriel. What else? New Peter Gabriel. The new Robert Palmer. Nice. The new Robert Palmer video is really something. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. 
video? Yeah. Oh, it's good. Sledgehammer? No, no, Peter that's Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. No, I know, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, nice. Nice. They both look like your friend's uncles in the 80s. They got movies. Totally. They call them musicals. In the old days, they called them musicals. Yeah. Now they're called music videos. West Side Story was a good music video. <laughs> I don't think Mickey knows what music videos are. No, no. Uh, Mike very kindly uh, consented. Uh, we we uh, talked about it at the beginning of the tour, and he said, uh, you know, wouldn't be possible, but uh, we were very, very I will now definitely retract my statement if they don't look much thrill. older than they did. <laughs> but you know what? I think they look younger. Oh, Mike just kissed Mickey on the cheek. They do look younger than they looked in uh, Dolan's Jones Boy's yeah. heart, though. You know, we, yeah, we, um, somehow. We were disappointed when Mike said he the, the facial hair, I think. Tour, it was something surprised. weird. Well, Davey just looked like, like we said, the, the middle ground between teen and wolf. It looked, it's the 80s. A little more cleaned up. Yeah. More colors on the shirts. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it seemed like... Mickey just has to hit those that drum beat, and everybody falls into line instantly. Absolutely, that's funny. Okay, so that was that, and that was that. So this was definitely uh, less um, concert than I thought it was going to be. Meh, but it's also kind of neat. It got a neat little artifact. Yeah, somebody obviously took some time, put it together. There's some uh, scrolls in there, like it's Star Wars or something, but. But no, that's that's that was enjoyable. That was a good little uh, glimpse into part of the story we hadn't really known about yeah. that much. Yeah, yet. I hope uh, it was fun to listen to because I know I, I talked over things, but just to be talking about something, if people were just like, "I'm listening to you guys talk about this," and we're just watching it, like you get sucked into it, right. and especially when they're doing interviews and stuff. It's like, well, I don't want to talk too much wanna over hear, interviews. Want to hear what they had to say? It was weird hearing Davey talking about maybe we'll do movies maybe we'll do this and mike is like eh, i'm busy yeah yeah i bet you went with mike's whole thing going off they were like "Ooh, i bet you like pacific arts would want to get in on these movies and things mm-hmm. perhaps like that might have been what they were thinking like that's a way to get mike involved is to go through his yeah. video production company but <laughs> what can you do <laughs> Like after this tour, they did the 1987 tour, the, the Here We Come Again tour. <laughs> with uh, I think Weird, that was the one where Weird Al opened most of the shows. Really? Which is a great comedy. Holy man, that'd be awesome. Like I'm sure you've seen the picture of the boys, and Weird Al's got an eight button shirt on and a green wool hat. Have you seen that? You must have seen I that. I haven't. Too. No, I have not seen that. No? Yeah, because that would that's a wonderful combination of MTV. Comedy, music, entertainment. Man, that's a that show. would be a great show. I saw Weird Al a couple of years ago, and it was fantastic. So for this this monkeys thing, I like it, it. It's crazy that I've seen it on YouTube, like like in the listings, but I've never yeah, yeah. clicked on it before. Even I think it was one of those things. Was like, ooh, I gotta wait for a time to watch that. I just want to like watch it when I'm just watching garbage YouTube videos. It is, if only we could immortalize it in some way yes. when, when we finally watch it. <laughs> and um, if you haven't watched it, I, I would suggest checking it out. It's on YouTube. Just put in like Monkeys 1986 Reunion and it'll pop up. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a 
definitely a moment in time, like with the interviews with the guys and with like the guy at the beginning. I don't know if he just ran the Greek theater or if he was the manager guy or they didn't put his name. That might up. have been the David Fishoff. The, that, yeah, that interview girl kept bringing. Yeah, up. that's what I was thinking, but I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that yeah. was him. And just to reiterate this perspective, this is about halfway between the Monkeys Marathon on MTV and then Pool It a little less than a year later. And it's weird to think of how it all kind of developed. Yeah, it's funny because I always, just when I was thinking of things, I always thought like Pool It came out swinging right after the MTV thing. Like like Summer 86 mm. is what I would have thought it would have come out. But no, they. Uh, that, that's kind of cool then. So... So they had some stuff going on for a few years in the 80s. Like, yeah, when Pula like came out, they they went out on tour. And, like, and I think the marathon, maybe they were going to put out the best of, the then and now best of thing, but maybe because of the success of the MTV thing, that's maybe let's make a couple more songs. You guys are going on the road anyway, right? And then it just yeah. kind of snowballs from there. Yeah, exactly. And like, it, it's also kind of awesome how the monkeys getting put on MTV just shot them up in popularity. Like, like who's, who came up with that? I yeah. wonder. Just, yeah. Yeah. Cause yes, obviously it was 20 years after the monkeys first came out, but who decided, well, you know what? Let's, let's just, let's just roll, roll the series. Yeah, exactly. Like a, and, and people just latched and, on. You know, this is the, probably the first time MTV played something that wasn't just videos. And we all know where that led. Yeah. I read a thing about that saying when it was coming out, people complaining about why don't you guys play videos anymore (laughs) (laughs) that's how old that argument is yeah since since mtv was five years old people complain where's the videos yeah it's like saturday night dead it's like you hear that every seven years (laughs) and then it comes back and then it's like oh saturday life sucks again then they bring in new people and everybody loves it (laughs) everybody everybody knows the best year of saturday night live was when you were 12 (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Is what I was thinking about the missing links. When I looked it up, and like Life sixty seven and Missing Links came out before Pool It, like that was a ramp up thing huh. for us. For us finding these records, oh wow, this came out and then we didn't really put it together. But imagine that this is the order that came out. Like here's here's a live album from way back. Here's some just random shit out the vault from also way back. Just teeny tiny gnome. Yeah. And then oh here's a yep. new fucking album. Wild. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like they need something. We need something out there, guys, while you're making this new album. Like, strike while the iron's hot. For real. So, yeah, coming off the tour, put out a live thing. And put out the... Because Missing Link's Volume 2, is that's, that, that's where the jams are. Like, Missing Link Volume 1's okay. It's got some things here and there, I guess. But Volume is really good. Volume three's also kind of like, meh. Bit of a scrape. Yeah. Man. But volume two, they've you know what it's almost like like an Oreo cookie. It's like the cookie parts are good, <laughs> but you're there for the creamy filling. That's that packs the most punch. Uh, you know what? I was gonna say the exact same thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone else out there's like, I hear you, man. I always wonder why they don't just make the the Oreo cream like in a tub, so you can just have it all the time. Because, man, it's the greatest. <laughs> What's stopping you from getting a tub, a couple bags of Oreos, yeah. making your own tub, dude? You've already, you already answered your own question. <laughs> making my own. Forget it. <laughs> Just eating them like <laughs> chips, watching the game. <laughs> 
Yeah. If, yeah. A deconstructed Oreo where you get the tub and you get the cookies <laughs> and you just like dip them in like chips. And that's how you oh, eat them. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's oh, what. Come on now. Oh, God. See. <laughs> get back, Jack. Yeah, yeah. That's, this is a big deal. That would be amazing. This is the, the revolutionary uh, dessert order at um, this would be like fourteen bucks at uh, Empty Bellies or something. Yeah, because you have to have people taking apart Oreos. And them <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but they bring it out instead of like it's like a reverse appetite. They bring it out at the end for the whole table. Here it says, yeah, everybody take a dip. Okay, like Oreachos. Oreachos. Maybe it's heated up a little. Oh, could you imagine? Oh. Fargo. That's where it's come on, Oreo. Hit it, Mr. Christie. Give me a call. <laughs> me and my wife will go out with you and Mrs. Christie and we'll talk about this idea. <laughs> oh man. All right. Anywho. Done did it again. Fargo. Yeah. Done did it again. <laughs> I did. It's like my noodle delivery only service called Send Nudes. <laughs> oh go. Just like that. I think it's amazing. But anyway. So, Reunion 1986 video. I say it's definitely worth a watch if you're a Monkees fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, four stars. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. It's cool to see interviews with them from that time. No Peter, though. Kind of a bummer. But I also think Peter, in the 80s, in interviews, he he was really putting it on all the time. From what I've <laughs> seen. He was out of album kind of doing their monkey self Peter always, if it has to do with the show or like, I mean, the live show or on stage banter or whatever, he's Peter, Peter from the show. Yeah, exactly. That's why, yeah. I wonder what it'd be like to be with Peter just as Peter. Like, even what's that even like? Imagine he's like super dull and serious. Just angry. (laughs) He's like D. Caruso. (laughs) He's just like, have you ever thought about how taxes really work? Let me tell you about what I think about taxes and unsalted peanuts. He's <laughs> like, oh, Peter, this is having a great time, but I got to go get a root canal. I'll be back. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you know what was on that microfilm in that girl's shoe was a tax policy from 1842. Which is actually a very interesting year in tax policy. For a reason unknown to most. Okay, anyway, we've been uh, promising to wrap it up. <laughs> we've been threatening <laughs> with a wrap-up for a long time now, so we'll finally get to Tremendous. it. Yes. I hope you all dug this special episode. It was kind of an impromptu, thrown-together idea we, we did because we weren't going to be able to get a real episode in. Man. But uh, I'm glad we did it. I had a good time. hope you did as well. I had a great time. Excellent. And I hope you listeners... Also had a good time. If not, listen to a different one. Remind yourself why you like us. <laughs> Pretend this never happened. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. So from me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.